Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, a daily podcast in which we analyze Man of Steel one minute at a time. I'm Mark. You can follow me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can catch me uh, here or somewhere over there or on <laughs> social media at No Clutch Nate or uh, my Instagram page, uh, Clutch Figures. Uh, I'm Johnny, and I am uh, the co-host of Honey Hole My Beer. Mm. Ooh. Now, what is what? Can you give me what is Honey Hole My Beer? What so, is quick synopsis for the people that are interested? Because clearly, the all the listeners that are listening to us talk about Superman for ever, right? Uh, they need to start listening to Honey Hole My Beer. Uh, this is a a daily or a weekly dose of like a break from comic book stuff, I guess. Because my co-host doesn't really read comic books. Yeah, but she's into Star Wars. But she's really into Star Wars, and we sometimes like. So really what is it? What you just it. you just it's it's you Seinfeld it up where you just talk about whatever is happening. Yeah. Literally what they do. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's just kind of like wherever the conversation takes us, we're very like talk radio ish. It's very very. It's our most it's very interesting. I think it's the most relaxed show that we do. Yeah, I mean we just have a lot of fun and like talk about whatever we want or like um, current events, pop culture stuff. Like we went Female to see. Anatomy. Yeah, well, that was last week's Female episode. Female anatomy. That was last week's episode. Good, because I've never kissed a girl before. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, Should I be taking notes while I'm yeah, listening to just this? Just take all the notes. Okay. Um, also, we tell you what beer we're drinking or whatever we're drinking at the time. My mom says I can't drink beer. Thus, where the name comes. Yeah, from. Yeah, that's the, where the name comes okay. from. Okay. Also, we shout for them to get us more beer when yeah. we run out. Okay. Usually, so. me and Mike just play video games while they. Yeah. Well, that sounds like an enjoyable time. Yeah, just if you want to check it out. A quick funny break. Honey, hold my beer on yep. the podcasts. No, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, today we're but talking hey, about. Yeah, we can get back into Man our podcast. Yeah, Miss Steal the Limelight over here. <laughs> Jeez. And welcome back to uh, Everybody Talks About Their Own Podcast Minute. <laughs> everybody Loves <laughs> Raymond Minute. <laughs> oh, that would have no, been. No, oh. no. Oh, I couldn't do that. Oh, I couldn't do that either. You just always have to, you watch Everybody Loves Raymond, but it's only the parts where his brother talks. <laughs> <laughs> I loved his brother, though. All right. Um, today, we're talking about Man of Steel, minute number 25. 25. And the minute starts with Martha Kent asking Clark on how she can help him. And then the minute ends with Kal-El waking up, who's also Clark Kent, who's also Greenhorn, <laughs> waking up underseas next to... A mother and a mother humpback whale and her calf, mm. which I'm assuming it's the mother. But I mean, if it's a mo- if it's a female, then I have some issues with it. If it's n- if it's not the mother and we're witnessing a whale kidnapping, should we <laughs> should we call someone? Manuel the man Manuel the Manuel. Man- yeah, I remember oh, that. No. That, was that was that um, genetically <laughs> altered. World. Yeah, genetically altered Sea World janitor. <laughs> oh my god oh no we had a long story about this a long time ago but no I, the only gripe i was gonna say about that moment is we hear like the whale singing at the end of the Ooh. minute yeah <laughs> only males can sing oh <laughs> so if it isn't if it is a female we got some continuity issues yeah not even continuity issues we got some only male humpback issues. whales okay 
male and female, they can both vocalize, but when it comes to the iconic singing that you hear, which is also what we hear right here in this minute, only males can sing because it's a mating call. How do they vocalize either? How do they vocalize? It's like snorts itself, and like though. rattling noises. Think of the mudos. Oh, like the yeah. things like they <laughs> Apparently you speak whale. Yeah, that was a pretty good whale impression. It's like the mudos and fucking Godzilla. Oh, okay. Like I get chirps, what you mean. Yeah, like yeah. in no, throat like noises. The, yeah. Yep. I mean, that's true, but if you think about, like, typical whale iconography in movies, like, that's what they think. So I'm sure they just put the sound bite in there because it's a whale. whale, Oh, yeah, check it out. Yeah, and they didn't expect somebody to do a a minute-by-minute podcast. (laughs) You got to put the whale noise in there. How else are they going to know it's a whale? Should we talk about I got some things about the whales. Uh, Let's save it because it's going to get pretty... We got to end it with the whale tail, so... Oh, all right, so this is welcome, welcome back, back to, to Whale Tail. <laughs> yeah, so, right, how to rhyme your podcast minute? Why Perfect. girls shouldn't whale tail? Oh, well, <laughs> let's not go that far. Let's dial like, it back. Excuse me. <laughs> um, so yeah, this minute, um, the first half of the minute, uh, we're introduced with introduced to Martha Kent, who's played by Dan Diane Lane. Um, she's got a huge. Uh, filmography but i won't get too into it the only things i know her from um are secretary and the perfect storm Mm. um i'm sure people know her from all other kinds of works but that's all i that's your own problem yeah that's that's my problem (laughs) that's their that's everybody else's problem to realize what she's in okay to try to yeah um because i know there's one guy out there who's like she was in little britches or whatever and it's like what that's a movie she was in okay (laughs) Like, I don't, like, okay, moving on. <laughs> um, she plays a good Martha Kent. I think it's, we can touch Yeah, she's on. a very, like, teachy, very lesson learned, she's very kind of like very a... Very Midwestern, like, Unconditional mom. love kind of deal. Yeah. I think the Martha Kent that they've brought into this universe is, like, his rock and, like, his anchor yeah. throughout the film, or throughout the series, really. Um, so, I think... This Martha Kent as a character is is a very well done supporting character for Clark Kent slash Kal El slash Superman yeah slash Greenhorn. Um, <clears throat> so she's asking Clark, "Oh, how can I help? Uh, what can I do to help you?" I was gonna say she's not a like a drive through person. How can I help you? <laughs> I help you. That's Chick Fil A. Uh, the McDonald's one. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> 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 um. He tells he tells uh, his mom, he says, the world's too big, mom. And she responds, uh, then make it small. And then she says, focus on my voice. Uh, pretend it's an island. Yeah. Out in the ocean. And she, what she's trying to do is she's trying to get him to calm down, relax. Yeah. Focus is a big is a yeah, big key. Here. Yeah, because yeah, I that's yeah. my favorite part of that whole dialogue bit is the focus on my voice. Yeah, um, which I mean, if you if you want, like, and she succeeds. She succeeds yeah. in calming him down and for him to to focus and the focus is definitely a, a central um, aspect for for this Superman yeah. in general, especially if we look at the later films. Mm-hmm. It starts out with his mom telling him to focus on her, but then especially in this movie, we see his focus switch mm-hmm. to Lois Lane, mm-hmm. okay. which it then, you know, there's that whole injustice side of Superman where, like, he's completely 100% devoted to Lois, and then the minute anything bad happens to her, he snaps. 
So it's definitely could be like a hidden factor that we that we're experiencing in this movie. He needs that's very one subtle central, right now. He needs one central pillar. Yeah, which is def- say, it could be a weakness. I was gonna say yeah. like just t- taking a step away from the dialogue right here to kind of go with what you're saying. I feel like Martha Kent is the pillar for him as Clark Kent, but Lois Lane is the pillar, pillar for, for him Superman. for Superman for yeah. like like um, Martha Kent is like the the anchor to make him to keep him a grounded human being at heart and Lois Lane is the one to say like like Superman is your calling in life and yeah. you should never back down or be afraid of being Superman yeah um, so they both do the great job of supporting that character she but supports uh, Superman and Martha Kent supports Clark Kent yeah they're not that's not opposing any of that the, the, none of that's conflicting it's the two sides of Clark it's, it's the two sides of the, of the same coin and both of yeah. them are supporting of each respective side so I think that's that's where that is and I think when people think of it that way a lot of their their scenes together where it's whether it's Kal-El and Lois Lane or Clark Kent with Martha Kent those scenes are necessary they're perfect they there's great content content and context there um for us to be like yeah i'm on board with this like this is that we need these scenes that um helps your man become who he is and yeah. or keep him how he is um so i think that's important and i feel like yeah. those those scenes get kind of brushed off because all we want to do is see superman uses laser beams and punch something <laughs> yeah but yeah so stepping back to the dialogue yeah when i first saw this in theaters or even in the trailers really i kind of always had a weird um it, n- it never really sat well with me um just because i found the dialogue to be a little too um i don't know for lack of a better term too too imagery and too too fancy or, or d- doesn't seem natural for a mother to say that to a kid yeah um in, in my in my life I, I don't know i feel like my mother would never say like it's okay like pretend my voice is an island and swim towards it. it's in the middle of an ocean and for me to be like i can see it mom i can see that like yeah it's really poetic me, <laughs> it's it's really poetic it's and for me i feel like it's not natural yeah but i, I guess, guess that's where we differ because yeah what's your what's your view well because i have like i've always had a lot of anxiety and i have like panic attacks pretty often okay and so my mom was kind of like my pillar too so when i was like in that whole anxiety mode like she could talk me out of it yeah so it's literally like clark is having an anxiety attack no he is and she's talking out in a way that makes sense to him which i know the imagery sounds like a little he's nine and it yeah. sounds like mature and everything but it's not really if that works for yeah, you as like, somebody like, with yeah anxiety. That's, what, that's what i said like it relates to the right people it yeah re- and it relates really hard but it doesn't really relate to you yeah but especially if yeah. like there's like kids growing up in the world that like have been bullied and have been seeing like hardships in their life that they can really see the world as it being too big okay so make it smaller focus yeah. in on one thing like what are you trying to focus on well i'm trying to focus on being a better person so like that kind of that's that's something that you need to see but it, it it relates really hard to people that that do see the world as as too big of a place and i think it's really a like kind of it's kind of cool because this is i literally wrote words to live by because yeah. any point you feel like your life is spiraling out of control narrow your viewpoint 
for a second. Like focus on what the things that you can change in the moment and worry about the bigger things later. And I feel like that's what he does as Superman too. Yeah. So like he narrows in on the things that he can actively change in the moment as Superman. And then he goes about setting into motion the things that he can't change in the moment to change them later. Mm-hmm. So like larger, larger tasks. Like changing somebody, like the whole populace's ideal of him. Yeah. Or changing the political idea of him. Yeah. Like he sets these things into motion, but he knows that the world's too big that way. So he does things in a small world in order to change that overall. Yeah. Um, I also, you were talking about when he says, I see it, mom. Yeah. I kind of thought about when later, is it in? Is that his way of saying I'm good? No, no, no. Like, one way is, like, his imagination is taking hold of him and he can see it. But I wonder if there's any way that, because later on, he hallucinates, like, whatever, and sees um, Mr. Kent. Not when he's not in this movie. Oh, after he dies. Yeah. Hiking and, yeah. yeah, and he, like, hallucinates having a full-on conversation with him, which I don't know if that's an hallucination or if it's, like, Whatever it is <laughs> in that yeah, like a, life, you believe in spirits. It really but depends, I guess maybe like yeah, I don't know. Okay, maybe yeah. this is like a hidden like Kryptonian thing that he can see the light at the end of the tunnel. What do you mean? No, no, though that he can like he can like have these after images. And with Martha, it's not necessarily an after image. It's like he locks inside his psyche the idea of a person. Oh, okay. So, so I like get what their you're entire saying. like yeah. soul and being, he locks that inside himself so that he can access it at any time. Because like the Kryptonian like database can hold his dad, like his like the idea of his dad, the like whole like yeah, knowledge of technology. Yeah. Of having consciousness. So that yeah. what if you took it and somehow like through the evolutionary process, you don't know what happened on Krypton. Somehow he can lock that essence of a person inside of him and it comes out when he needs it the most. So like in the, in the moment on Batman versus Superman, he needed his dad in the middle of the ocean when he's passed out and like literally about not, he can't drown really, but like, I guess he could after a long time, but like he's sinking into the bottom of the ocean Mm -hmm. He needs her in that moment. Yeah. And in that moment, his psyche triggers that soul. Yeah. I assume, like, at that moment right there, like, when his eyes opened up and everything like that, he was, like it was, it was focusing on my voice, focused on everything. So he is focused in on his mom. His, so like, he always su- hears her heartbeat. So, like, if he realized, like, his subconscious, like, hones in. I need to, I need to keep moving yeah. forward. Yeah. So somehow, like, maybe he's able to store the essence of a person that he loves, like, his pillars. I don't know if that's far-fetched, if that's, like, a weird fan theory. Uh, I, can't, I don't think it's far-fetched because kind of... I just think it's, like, the tether so he just doesn't get lost in it all. Like, he's not constantly listening to everything that's happening in the world and, and gets driven mad by how much destruction and how much chaos there is. So he mm-hmm. has to keep it tethered to something that he finds comforting, like home and, and his mother's voice and all this stuff. I think um, just her telling him like pretend my voice is an island and swim towards it i think it might be based on a previous conversation that they might have had like a previous memory yeah and i feel like maybe we're missing that that context and that's why it doesn't sync up with me um it's kind of like if you've seen the runaway dinosaur episode of flash where 
there's a whole episode based on like a past memory that Barry had reading a book called the, the runaway dinosaur with his mother. And there's a lot of like thematics at play in that episode about it. Mm-hmm. And, but you never read the book. It, it all, so it didn't yeah. Happen. So like maybe there was a, like maybe this is all based on like Clark Kent as like super toddler and like being soupy baby. <laughs> yeah. I just realized I said super toddler, super toddler, which is a prequel film. Superman okay. <laughs> is a baby. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and so like maybe there was maybe this is something that they've they've done before. Yeah, but that's we're true. we're seeing it for the first time. Which or is why it's it, the mascara, and we're all just in one big circle here now. <laughs> oh yeah, all I, these I, fan yeah. theories. Sounds like a super fan theory. Yeah, like, no, I don't like that. I, that was silly. That was silly. No, there's a guy out there who with that. Probably, theory. probably, but that's just. Oh, when they said the island, oh, they were that. That was like a Martha's trick. actually yeah. from the mascara. She's been from the mascara this whole time. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, she's actually man. an Amazonian. That's why she can take care of Clark Kent. It all makes sense now. Oh man, get out! <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. Oh, Jokes on us. There's gonna, be a, there's gonna be a side story later on in life that Martha really is an Amazonian <laughs> lady. Oh man. God. No, I just think it's like beautiful, like the imagery that they put inside this like sh- like single minute of like shots. Like it's just yeah, it's it's humanizing. I mean, I it's it's humiliating for him in a way because he knows it's embarrassing in front of all of his peers, but it's what he needs at the time. That's what's important. I don't care if it's embarrassing. It's like no. it, because the kid needs it. Yeah. But I, what I'm trying to say is I can see how this this moment in the film works for an audience but i can also see why it wouldn't work yeah for an audience if it doesn't relate to you can't relate if it doesn't relate and i feel like there's a bit of context that's missing so it just kind of seems kind of out of the blue that she would just start speaking in imagery and poetics poetry whatever man is dying lane she can do whatever yeah she can do whatever the fuck she wants (laughs) she's awesome um what was I going to say? You want to talk about the whales? Well, we just... Um, are we there yet? You're really about this. <laughs> he I wants think, to talk I'm about, about it. it. I want to tell you. I think... Yeah, I think... Yeah, because this does wrap it up and he's able... Once he, he finds the out. island, he wakes up. Yeah. yeah. So we can get to talk about the whales now. Whale minute. Let's hear it, Nate. So, if Aquaman <laughs> had attacked that oil rig... And if he was just, you know, like looking at his his job and going, man, from, I messed thing, up. Like, yeah, but then he also catches the glimpse of this guy that was that saved everybody. One, complete, completely would change the view of Aquaman and surface dwellers. That there was this one guy that that decided to to risk his life saving everybody. Two, oh, well, he just fell into the ocean. Now he's my problem. So I'm gonna send, send some whales. send scouts <laughs> to go check it out. Baby whale. They, 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 why do the whales go up to him? If you're, I mean. If he was floating for a very long time in that deep water and, like, just so happened these humpback whales are like, oh, well, there was an explosion that wasn't too long ago. Also, there's this person unconscious floating around. Like, what kind of – that – it's almost too um, – what's – convenient, kind of. Yeah. Like, why – those whales seem like they were there for a reason. I do get the whole mother-son aspect of it. I get that, which is probably where they were going. But – kind of mixes the pot up a little bit be like all right aquaman's checking out the situation he needed some scouts to find out oh there was a couple whales in the area 
hey, while you're floating by over there, pass by this guy and see if he's okay. In one way, I agree with both of you because yeah. there's no whales that are going to actively go to a deep well, deep Explore. water yeah. well explosion area and be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> Without reason. And like, what do you think of a whale? It might be like a water tank. So, you know, that's like... I can uh, see Aquaman or someone being what like, if you What if want... you sent somebody to save him? Like he sent the whales. Like, yeah. hey, like humpback whales. Like, try to get this guy to, like, see, see if he needs help. Or maybe see just if he needs anyone. See, yeah. Maybe they wanted whales to go look for any survivors out in the in the water. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because he Could felt be. remorse. Yeah. So just any marine life in the area, just double check that. Make sure there's no one struggling out there in the yeah. waters. Um, it, also, it also made me think of, like... Especially this whole movie, and and that's why the beginning of of Dawn of Justice doesn't seem like it it hits it hits hard enough with people. But these events that are happening, every single thing that's happening in this movie in Man of Steel, one you got to count constantly. Remember that is the first sights that we see of this this entire universe. So it's not too far fetched to think that every single action, all of these massive feats of strength, and all these you know other worldly things that superman's doing Mm -hmm. like saving the oil rig that's not gonna go unnoticed yeah like some people probably like like how lois lane is like investigating like some people just brush it off like oh yeah he's a nice guy oh yeah he's some crazy guy that jumped into some flames but still like for the people that are looking like the other metahumans like aquaman that is king of 70 percent of our planet he's probably noticing that there's this oil rig on fire and because that's i'm gonna go check it out and oh, what's this human? Uh, what, what's it? Sorry, not human. What's this person doing trying to save everybody? It's kind of like, it's it's almost like blatantly in your face. And I don't I don't want it to be that kind of like stupid like oh, duh, it was Aquaman talking about the whales. But like it's almost like <laughs> like it's kind of like hard to, for you, for someone like Aquaman, especially something that happened to in not his notice. domain, to yeah. not notice it. Like like how I said before in previous minute, like um. What is it? There's another theory that that he lands on Themyscira at one point in the movie, and he sees Wonder Woman. Yeah, but it's not theory. too far fetched to think that that could have that, happened. That Wonder Woman is seeing this. Yeah. Like, oh snap! I don't think that because Steve Trevor's technically the only male male that's to, to ever set been foot on. on the, yeah, the but mascara. also this movie that's coming out. I think there's like a like a battle sequence that's supposed to happen on the beach. I don't know, but it's not too crazy to think that other characters in this universe are seeing the same exact events unfolding much like how we saw in the beginning of john uh, dawn of justice i think it makes sense for aquaman to notice superman because again he does own like he rules over 70 percent of our planet but i think it's a little far-fetched for themiscara just because that's an island and yeah the island can't I get travel. it and it's like protected by magic and shit like that i understand that I... but like still these these whales don't really seem um they shouldn't they, be they, here. They seem, yeah, they shouldn't be. They seem very well placed. Yeah. So I do, but I do like you. I never even thought about like that whole mother son kind of that child. Yeah, that that was my symbolism. theory about yeah, it. Yeah, I literally put beautiful parent child imagery, which is probably what it is. But like, it's just like Your the crazy stupid just crazy goes, like, fan <laughs> in me that's like, oh yeah, why the fuck would whales be there other than Aquaman saying like, yo, go check this out, like yeah, yeah. He wakes it's, up, he sees a mother and son whale and. It relates to the flashback because that's basically what this whole film is. Yeah. is him having flashbacks, and then the flashbacks pertain to the. But in real world end. application, whales would not be around that rig. <laughs> Just Maybe real not. world yeah. is here. But and like... then for film making, 
Well, yeah, I guess for the film's sake, that is the imagery that Zack Snyder yeah. wanted. Yeah, so it could just probably be like that, or it at least could it be had crazy meaning. fan theory. At or later, he... he placed it there, and he was like, hmm, it'd or be kind of cool. Yeah, maybe this is exactly what he wanted, like, for the, the, this for conversation to, happened. Yeah. 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 Um, I get it, you know, movie, as long movies as it, and such. Because at least there's something that you can take away with it. At least there's not just, like, Zack Snyder was like, just put fish in there so yeah. they can see something. <laughs> yeah, so it's absolutely. in the ocean, right? There's got to be fish. There's got to be something. He got like there's yeah. got to be something in the shot other than. Well, I mean, you could also make it poetic if you just saw him in yeah. nothingness. Exactly. Yeah, that's see, true. Like the nothingness, like would the sensory be deprivation. Like a, the sensory thing deprivation. Again. Yeah, absolutely. Also, another thing: lung capacity again. Kind of. Yeah, I already said. I already talked about it. It's before. very important. It's very important because then when I mean, I don't know about you, but like it's kind of like. When he's shown in space, it's automatically assumed, oh, he can breathe in space. Well, well, why? But not just in space, underwater. Mm-hmm. This dude can go to Atlantis, apparently, and just, you know, not need a mouth That's breather or something. Thing. He can breathe in space. Yeah. And he can breathe in underwater, probably. He can breathe in a vacuum. Yeah, see, can he breathe underwater? Or can no. he just... No, he's just holding his lungs yeah. in. That's what it is. Because there's, there's he books... He doesn't have gills. There's books where, like, he'll go into space and he can't have conversations with people because... You know, you use air and everything like that, and he, he's lucky and he didn't get into any. And it's all mental. Parts yeah, of the ocean, because then he's away from the sun. Yeah, that's exactly. True, which means if yeah. Aquaman fought him in like the Mariana Trench, he'd be messed up. He could like destroy Superman. Yeah, like dude, well, I strongly believe Aquaman on on surface can destroy Superman. Not well, destroy, go pretty fucking toe to toe. Yeah, them. what I'm saying, <laughs> they can hold. Like, he can hold it his own against he Superman. Could, he could. It could be a one sided fist fight if he got him into like a trench. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, into completely. Deep, yeah. Deep. De- yeah. <laughs> you know those. Uh, Which like, like these whales aren't just on the surface of of this of this thing. Like I know that they do breaching and stuff, but this seems so deep that why wouldn't Aquaman be at this deep of a level mm-hmm. and, and checking it out? Again, bringing me back to this Aquaman thing. It's fine. I I, say I, it's both. I wanted to like. <laughs> I don't want this. I just don't want it to sound crazy. I just wanted to like relate crazy. to to each one of these pivotal characters of the league. I think you're kind gonna of get validated. Seeing everything unfolding as it's happening. I think you're gonna get validated. Good. I um, send me letters to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is um, handwritten. Do, handwritten. Mailed to PO box. I'm not paying that for we your don't postage. Have. Get out. <laughs> um, but I also. Agree I agree with all of this, like the people, the other superheroes being able to witness this. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. At their different facets. This is almost like. um, I don't deny that either. This is almost like a call and response. So Clark doesn't realize he's calling. Exactly. And they don't realize that they're responding until they're responding. Exactly. Well, if you remember, like the opening title card for the Battle of Metropolis and Batman v Superman is, you know, 18 months later, the world is introduced to the Superman. Yeah. yeah. The world. The whole world, yeah. the world is introduced to the Superman. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it sounds a little pretentious. I think it's an amazing title card. That I love, whole opening sequence I love that they said that, that. They're like, you know, the world is introduced yeah. to the Superman. And like, they all know about him now. And then that's the official it's call. A, yeah, it's a big event. Like, yeah. I know people just kind of like wrote this movie off as, oh, it's really cool. They fight in a big city at the end. Like, oh, it's really and cool. And Batman's no, wearing this like, is an, like a robot armor. Yeah, like, it's no. A, it's a big event. Like, and, and you hear it talked about. Uh, the I don't, Trinity I, comes yeah. together. That's I don't really huge. like referencing <laughs> the, the Marvel movies to it because in comparison, just because they they shouldn't be compared. But if you were to compare it, this is like how the Avengers, how aliens invaded New York. And if you pay attention to to all the 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 post movies and tv shows that come out with 
that event is their ground zero for all these super beings to be, you know, in the light of day. It's and the this reasoning is behind. What, yeah, and this Battle of Metropolis and the, and the events that are happening in this movie is the the pivotal moment. But I think all the of the other ones go about Superman. it in such a different way and are leery of that um, more uh, publicized response because yeah. of the way he's received. Exactly. So it's, they kind of mm-hmm. like shirk back and go hey i'm gonna hang out here and see how this goes absolutely and then like i'll i'll help still i'll be what i'm being but i cannot be that 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 symbol that you hold up in such a way yeah it's kind of just like i mean the the whole view of this world is is that it is a little it's a little grittier it's a a little rougher so so you can see all these these beings with these abilities um, that they just want to kind of keep to their bubble. Like, I don't want to help anybody else out. That's that's not helping me mm-hmm. out kind of thing because, I mean... Wonder Woman's Wonder like, Woman been was, there, done yeah, that. <laughs> been there, done that. Got yeah. burned in the fact. Yeah. Aquaman's probably like, surface dwellers suck. They just want to pollute Batman's me. Batman's like grizzly me. and Bat- old. Yeah, Batman's <laughs> like, there's no good left in the yeah. world because all of, all of my everything I, well, I've Batman's lost. Batman's more of like the, I tried it and it didn't. Yeah, I it tried it. It didn't work. I've lost everything. Uh, Flash so as Miller, I can only assume that he's just like this kid that just is enjoying super beast. He doesn't super realize and, what he could be. Yeah, exactly. Right now. And and Cyborg is well, we're gonna see his sweet story. baby angel. I, yeah, I think his story is gonna relate to a lot of the New Fifty Two origin where uh, it's a tragedy and he's just that. But like his, the bomb goes off. But in like the Justice League, yeah. But like Justice League is going to be his, like that's his movie. I know he's getting his own, but like I think it's going to be like. That's where you Cyborg's see his origin, kind central, of. Yeah, yeah. I beat, feel the like point of it. I feel like a cyborg film is gonna feel more like a Justice League film, and we're all gonna be like, "Why didn't they just make that a Justice yeah. League film?" Kind of like Civil War. Why didn't they just call it an Avengers film? Yeah, exactly. But I'm so excited for it. Yo, yeah, me it too. It doesn't knock it. It doesn't knock me Civil too. War. I mean, kind of. I'm just bit. excited for them to show shots of Man of Steel in. Yes. This. Yeah. As like oh, as like underlay. Like, yes. I think like if, if Aquaman does see like like in in a scene of of the oil rig or of or the if world Wonder Woman's engine. like uh, watching a TV as she's traveling and that's it's what like, I was gonna say like, yeah. well, like her her exposure to it would she she would see the news articles but then again because she's been running her, from country to country yeah. like forever but why wouldn't her call to action be after the Battle of Metropolis unless it it I was get, it, yeah it, it was basically yeah, I think it, it was. was it, it brought her to that city. It brought her yeah. there to figure out what was going on. But then once she was there, she was going to figure out if she was going to do anything about it or yeah. not. Well, yeah. we I, I said this. Uh, I said, like, Batman's kind of like the one who said, you know, I tried being a hero once and it didn't work out. And that kind of applies to Wonder Woman because we're going to see in the film how yeah. she went from a World War One hero. Like, I want to be the hero and I want to do the right thing. And... It, There's no good left and, in man. And then I think yeah, love man. is going to be a central theme to that movie. Like I think, l- love and loss yeah. kind of thing. I don't want it to be like it's not like going to be very like Hollywood Steve Trevor romantic. Love story. Yeah, no, yeah. I think no. it's going to be. She is yeah. She's she's exposed to this first man who. Yeah, well, and, she and love is going to be a, a love scene. for the first time. Yeah. Like that she sort gets, of love. Yeah, she gets burned by probably. Yeah. He, you know, probably well, dies or somewhere. So that's and then why she becomes like this. Men suck. I hate you know. I hate I hate the 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 affairs of men. In the trailer, like they talk about World War One as the war to end all wars, which yeah. we know was it's not. It's not World War by itself. It's called War- World War One for a reason because there's a second one. And I feel like Wonder Woman has to come with, uh, like, um, 
has the rude awakening where she realizes that this isn't the only one she didn't she was not able to stop the war she, there was another one that happens after and so that to her is like i'm out of the game yeah i tried it i failed yeah because there's a second war that happens she probably fights aries and aries probably wins because it's like dude there's gonna it's be a inevitable second one. yeah i'm about to make a i second. just feel like it sucks for her because she doesn't realize that she can't do it alone yeah she has she has too much pride but in that time, she thinks she's the only one, and yeah, she yeah. failed, so she thinks there's no one else that can help her. Then Superman and Batman. I, I'm show just up. letting you know, I'm I'm in it for the whole Wonder Woman sequence oh, I'm of in the it. minutes. Yeah, absolutely. You, yeah, you I'm, mentioned uh, that uh, Aquaman's your favorite male superhero. Aquaman Wonder and Woman, Wonder Woman, I'm in. <laughs> Wonder Woman's my favorite female superhero of all time. She, I'm so excited for this film. I'm huge, my massive Wonder Woman fan. Do you have a, a favorite female or male? I mean, I feel like I know your male. I like Zatanna. I don't know. Why I don't know I if I would that. say favorite. Like she's great. I liked it. I I really like the magic side of DC. Always. Yeah, she's my, my interest. She's my and, favorite. Uh, and segue, her use of it is really. Go good. watch Justice League Dark <laughs> if you're listening. Yeah. Right now. Sorry. Like this is a complete segue to everything. Yeah, no, I guess right. we ended the minute. Well, but yeah, yeah, we're, like, we're ending just, the now we're just talking. minute. We're also ending the week, so we can talk about pretty much anything. All right. Um, but yeah, Justice League Dark, amazing film. Justice League Dark comic book series. Read all that. Learn about that whole universe. It's an amazing. I'm a huge fan of all that. So definitely, but yeah, favorite male superhero Tim Drake, all the I, way. Duh. Favorite Everybody knew Robin that. of all time. Favorite character, I want to be Tim Drake. <laughs> all the <laughs> if time. If I can be him, I will. No. <laughs> yeah. Favorite superhero Nate is it Superman. Um, it's the dichotomy between Superman and Batman, which is my favorite. Um, the constant uh the. The comparison of the two, like I, I always they love, complete each other. Yeah, you cannot have one without the other. That's why it's it's hard for me to say Batman's my favorite. I really like the detective, the noir side of Batman, but at this at, at the exact same time, I'm a sucker for uh, happy endings and hope being the main beacon, and that's what Superman it's, is. That's kind of why uh, I like. I get my day and I get my night in both the characters, I, and the two of them are amazing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even related to the, the, their team up books, they're great. That's kind of why I like Wonder Woman because I kind of feel like she's the best, best of both worlds. The best of both yeah, worlds. Yeah, she's <laughs> also. I mean, it's it's. I just like how uh, both characters, Batman and Superman, keep each other in check. Like, like I said, yeah. you cannot have one without the other. It's so you funny. would not nice want to, to live in a world it's really where funny. only Batman existed, and you wouldn't, and you couldn't live in a world where only Superman existed. You had, you have to have the opposite. Yeah, because the people you picked, you have lightness and dark. Yeah, you also have magic. Yeah. So, because Batman doesn't believe in any of that shit, it contradicts and, it all. Yeah, yeah, and Superman's kind of above it all. Yeah, and then you have magic. So you've kind of like covered all of the DC universe that way, almost. Uh, Gadgets, gods, superpowers. Yeah magic no yeah. gods though uh, i mean wonder woman's great obviously i mean in all technicality superman is kind she of a has god some of the best villains superman is a god she does because it's not only mythology based it's also mystical based yeah. so she gets a lot of the magic too Super- superman's a god because of the codex yeah i like well. it yeah but i mean i, j- I just uh, the whole league of uh, itself is is always just great i to think me. flash I, flash was my favorite as a kid growing up like i, I mean, super speed is just is i think jaan is like my second favorite yeah, John. Uh, Martian John. Manhunter. Yeah, yeah. I just like him because he's always got this searching for humanity part of him. Yeah, that's another one who feels alienated. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's another yeah. refugee. So and yeah, he's another is another refugee. So um. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Johnny, you want to tell us about the first time you saw Man of Steel? Uh, I think I watched it on Netflix. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. So you saw it way late in the game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. I did. I think I watched it on Netflix the first time. I fell asleep at like minute 18. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it was like late at night, though. When's the last time you watched it? Oh. Now, how many times have you seen the movie? I think like four or five. You've seen it four or five times? Maybe, yeah. Wow. The first two times, definitely fell asleep around the same time. Yeah. I just like, I kept trying to like, because I promised you I was going to rewatch it. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to rewatch it. And then it was late at night again. And I was like, and Krypton, yeah. out. So yeah. you've seen it maybe three times since we've met? Yes. Wow. I watch That's movies pre- when... pretty it, good numbers. I, I rewatch movies when you're not around, That's dude. Good. Well, I just want to know. I just don't know if you And like now you'll it. see in a different light, actually. You know, yeah, breaking do it you down like the film? No, I do. I, I like Man of Steel. Um, Superman's not my favorite. Yeah, you don't have to lie to me about it. No, no, no. <laughs> Every, like everybody it. who knows me knows that Superman's not my favorite just because he's not my, like, brand of superhero. Yeah. Yeah, you As also, you know, I, like, call it chaotic good for yeah. the yeah. most part. You also don't like Captain America. Yeah. I, oof, woof. I don't. I just can't do it. I mean, Any, I'm not, like, Boy I'm not Scouters? a Captain America fan. Yeah. I don't see. I don't, I don't, I've never liked. You like a different side of Superman I, yeah, than exactly, what I know. Exactly, exactly. So that's I like totally the, fine. I like the literary Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Not the, the poster board Superman. But growing up, like, being, like, watching, like, Justice League and stuff like that, you see that, like... Yeah, see, like, I remember as a kid, scout. I never liked, like, the Justice League animated show. I never liked Superman Mm-mm. when I was watching that as a kid, because he was too Boy Scout. He was too Superman by the Adventures. book, let's do everything. Superman Adventures, I remember watching as a kid, but it was, that was more... I was still too young. Like this was when that I was. That was something that you could be This was after me impactful. watching Teen Titans yeah. and going back to watch Justice League and realizing that the universe is connected and everything, and having favorites and and seeing the difference in characters. But, I mean, all the comics that I had as a kid were, you know, I had I had a, I had I had a lot of Flash that I remember. That's why I, I picked up Wally West on it pretty quickly. He was more prominent at the time. Um, but a lot of Batman and. Um, Incredible Hulk, <laughs> but a lot of Batman. I, I always loved the detective side of Batman. It was, it was perfect. There was, it, yeah, there was just some some niceness to it that I felt comforting f- about it. But but Superman, I got into more later. I guess what a few years ago, later, well, go, this... going into my twenties. Mm-hmm. I didn't as, get into as comics actually, until yeah. college. Yeah, like I mean, I I, ha- I actually had to. To sit film. down and take the character for who he is and actually look at how the writers are portraying mm-hmm. him. Because you would think that it's easy as hell to write a Superman book. But also, what He's Superman such a story... character, yeah. yeah. what Superman story they've hasn't been done. Like... Or, yeah, yeah, they've all they've all been done. So, yeah. like, it's, it's really hard to, to repeat yourself. So, again, trying to... One of my favorite characteristics is trying to humanize a character. Mm-hmm. Especially if Clark is trying to humanize himself. That mm-hmm. fight between he has himself is great. Um... And and more things like that that's just that just always get me about the character. It's, no, yeah, great. it was it was uh, and how Batman keeps him in balance. Man of Steel like, yeah. and Earth One Superman. Is that what it's called? Superman yeah, Earth su- One? yeah, the Earth Superman One. Gone. The Earth One is the yeah the an actual the Straczynski yeah uh, book. Those were like that was my catalyst into being like Superman's a great character. I wish people would write like that more often, and that's when yeah. I got into books like. But that's when you gotta get you gotta get a good writer to tell a you good story. Get, exactly, you gotta get it's someone. hard to write a good Superman story. Yeah. and after yeah. me realizing he's it, been it's, around for so long, yeah. you need you need a writer who's gonna focus on the character rather than yeah the than trying. You need to worry about the character and don't gro- be catchy growth of the character. Yeah, yeah. versus where Batman, it's all about predicament and escape. 
Yeah. Batman has, has a specific a formula, formula yeah. where Superman is kind of you need to get into the mind of this you other have to world build being. like this whole being um, yeah, into wor- a world that he's not familiar with exactly so that's kind of cool I mean like I like that whole aspect I just have never been able to grab Superman no I mean teach their own I yeah. like I like me I, I love Wonder Woman but you you that's my wheelhouse you give me three volumes of wonder woman and say hey could you read these three volumes in a day be like ah i could read one sitting down in one sitting and then i need to digest it like it's sometimes wonder woman is too much for me mythology and religion are my wheelhouse so like when i read her i just go yeah yeah no it's great yeah i I love it don't uh, get me wrong same thing with justice league dark like that and wonder woman i could talk all day about they're so mythology like based yeah that it's beautiful for me to read so yeah which is I why mean, i like krypton a lot which i like i enjoy talking about that because that's mythos that you get to explore and yeah you get to see what created that because in a weird way mythos is based on other mythos so like krypton has its own mythology that created it and, yeah you know and krypton becomes the mythology for superman and wonder woman's mythology is greek gods and those greek gods are based on yeah. something else so it's cool to see how far like that rabbit hole goes. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, I think it's crazy. I think it's awesome. Um, you know what? I'm sorry. This is kind of off track. Maybe think about this later, uh, earlier in, in this, uh, adventure, we had talked about, gosh, minute something, five or six or something like that. There was, um, some Kryptonian writing that we couldn't decipher. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was actually, it's, it's, it's made up specifically for this universe that, uh, Debbie, Deborah Snyder made up. She took pieces of Kryptonian that, like, Kryptonian? you knew. Yeah. She That's made a cool. new, a new, a new, I remember, think of it, like, as an accent. A new, a, a, what, how do you say it? Like, she made a, a dialect. new dialect. A new, there you go. Perfect. Gosh, couldn't think of that word. A new dialect So it's like a rural dialect just for, like. It's actual, like, Kryptonian words, but, like, the, they're letters mixed with other letters and stuff. So you kind of, there was, like, a press conference release that, that Snyder was like, oh, yeah, my, my wife created it, but... Uh, Debbie, you're she, so cool. Yeah, she, <laughs> she was like, I don't really remember how to how to how how it goes, so uh, you guys need to decipher it on your own. Like, you guys need to figure out how to decipher There's it. Special it features makes sense. It's not just it. random. Yeah. yeah. There's special features on the DVD that, like, go through the language of Krypton. It was really weird. It was really weird how they translated everything. Yeah. It was... So cool. I had to rewatch that. But yeah. But, what um, is it? Um, Keep being you, Debbie. But yeah, there's, <laughs> there's some good uh, Superman books and, and writers for it. I know Grant Morrison did a great job with All-Star Superman. And I've been hearing that the run going on right now is pretty good. Of Superman? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... It's um, it's what fans want. Yeah. I'm a, That's I, what it sounds like from what I'm hearing. All the time. But... I'm a huge fan of New 52 and the New 52 incarnation of Superman. I loved... And his death was so untimely and, well, and upsetting, in my opinion. But uh, what they're doing now, it's Superman is enjoyable. It's for fan. It's mm-hmm. what's selling. Mm-hmm. People like seeing the season of Superman. They like seeing him as a as a father figure. And he yeah, because he's like and, a family man now. Yeah, before it, the... it's it's good. It's good. It's for good writing because it hasn't been done too much. Mm-hmm. But damn it, I miss New Fifty Two <laughs> Superman. That was uh, I teared up at the at the last. Yeah, but last I, I don't know if I'd that. recommend them read reading the actual new 52 superman oh no no i wouldn't if you're a new reader i would recommend other staple books yeah in in during the new 52 like so superman unchained and american not even during that well american alien was was kind of later on in the game but that's that's a fantastic series um but i mean like like i always say for tomorrow is a good that's 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 a a staple for superman because it definitely shows his more trying to be human versus uh him just having the constant thought of 
humanity sucks. Why don't I just end it? And mm-hmm. I you have the ability to end it, but you know you don't, and, and, and was, that, that's very prominent. In I that always book. felt it's, like it's um, a really good, really good jumping point. The, I feel I, like you guys should put on for like when you hit the movies. This is just a suggestion. Maybe if anybody wants to tweet you yes or no if they like this or not, um, that every movie that you go through um, at the end or at the beginning, either or, recommend what books based off of that superhero that you would read. Oh, yeah. And then, like, once it's Batman versus Superman, so the team-up books or the juxtaposition books that you could have them read that could be insightful or anything. Well, I was going to say, like... Or, like, your favorite Superman books or whatever, your favorite Batman books. That way that somebody... You could get, like, a literary context for, like, the reason why you guys fell in love with the characters in the first place that made you want to do this. Yeah. I was going to say, like, the scene in Batman v Superman in... What is it called? Like, Nairoba or whatever, the Africa scene. Yeah. That always reminds me of For Tomorrow. Because in For Tomorrow, yeah. does, doesn't he have a conflict with a war-torn nation that he yeah, just and a, and a warlord that yeah. that, that so has that, that, that phantom, scene, phantom I, A lot of people don't, don't like that scene or that whole chapter in Batman v Superman, but for me, that that has um, some tangibility because I'm a huge fan of the For Tomorrow book. So that scene always like I'm always like, damn, yeah. that reminds me of that book I read, and I really enjoy that that moment because I feel like that was influenced by that book oh, where he tries to bring peace to a war-torn nation that you know you kind of have to question if superman even has jurisdiction to do that you should so i, I brought over for tomorrow you should you should yeah i got it right again. here um Brian there's, a, there's a late there's I a later later minute uh way on in the movie i think probably in like the 40s or 50s or something that there's like a direct scene that's from like how you said like the dictator from uh earth one earth one or uh from from Sorry, from Fort Run. Yeah, um, there's there's a direct scene with uh, him and the priest. It's like a really big, in my opinion, that screamed Superman for tomorrow. The moment I saw that on screen. Um, oh, in Man of Steel, where yeah, he's asking Man if he Steel, should out yeah, himself. Yeah, like that's like, it's like in the first chapter of that book. So, both of you, I, I, a, I strongly suggest it. if you wanted to dive into into the character and and look a little bit past him yeah. punching out Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check him out. Superman for Tomorrow is my favorite, and I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah, all that's quiet good. On good end. Front. Yeah, no, that was a good. These I I liked these minutes. They were really. We got really to see impactful. powers. Yeah, we yeah. got to see powers. We got to see transitions. So, it's good. Cool. Cool. Any. Uh, any takeaways you want to do, Johnny? Any uh, Questions, final, final plug? I was going to say final jokes, plugins or anything. Plugs. Uh, one, never really got down with the minute by minute podcast. I really like looking at the film this way. Yeah. A lot more now. Um, you can listen to me not talk about <laughs> superhero stuff on my own podcast if you want. Um, I occasionally tweet about like superhero stuff at- myself. Oh God, Johnny P. Johnny P. Instagram Johnny M. Yeah, because the P was taken. (laughs) uh, So mad. Reach out to the Johnny P. out there and tell him or her to give me my name. (laughs) I'm kidding, but it was fun, and I'm glad you guys had me on your minute by minute podcast. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for coming on. It was good to have um, someone who could see it as not just like a like a movie. So I liked. I liked it. Yeah, we we got the comic book person. We got the film person. 
think we went back to a comic book person. No, we went to a humanities person. Yeah, humanities. Humanities. There we go. Perfect. Next time we we got to get a scientist on board one day. I told well the Neil deGrasse Tyson. Where you at? Well, hang on. We we had the or Bill Nye. Where you at? We had the brunch date with Spielberg, and he was going to talk to Bill Nye. Oh, Oh, you're supposed to tell us about the Green Planet. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to miss that brunch. (laughs) You all wrong. So uh, maybe maybe um maybe we're gonna have to we'll we'll get there one day. One day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Thank you, Johnny, for joining us. Thank Don't you forget, so guys, you can check out Johnny on Honey, Hold My Beer. It comes out on Thursdays. You can find them on iTunes, all that jazz. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to their stuff. And don't forget to rate and subscribe here at DC Cinematic Minute if you love what you're hearing. And, yeah, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute. I'm pretty sure you can find Johnny's podcast, Honey, Hold My Beer, on all social media as well. And we will catch you guys next week here on DC Cinematic Minute.